Hey guys, welcome back to the next episode of the Wenzel Perspective. Today's episode, we break it down to a couple of segments as well. First off, we have some other news going on around the world of sports. Cameron's weird stat of the day, as well as the question to our new trivia answer, as well as the answer to the last trivia question that we had asked in our last episode. So with that being said, here we go. In other news, we have... James Graham, who is currently a 2021 recruit, 6'9 forward out of Nicolay High School, is one of the best high school basketball players in the state, has finally received an offer from in-state University of Wisconsin Badgers, and obviously that was kind of a uh, a talked-about topic in the in very the, first episode. Yeah, it was part of our very first episode in the uh, top players out of Wisconsin for high school basketball, and I know a lot of people were kind of debating this because James Graham, you know, it's like every other day or so he had gotten a big offer and finally. Just waiting know, on that Wisconsin. Yeah, he was waiting on the Wisconsin offer. But it seems like Wisconsin doesn't offer a lot of these in-state recruits. But it's but now it seems like they they pulled the trigger, but I think they were feeling some sort of pressure from other yeah, outside sources. They're a little late to the party on this one. I saw he wants to cut his list down in two weeks and has hoped to be committed by the start of his senior season, so that's not too much longer. If he cuts his list pre pre time, I can see Wisconsin making it just mainly because it's the the home state team and probably build some suspension for the Wisconsin fans. But you got to probably think that um, Wisconsin doesn't obviously have a chance here, kind of like how Wisconsin's in Patrick Baldwin's top ten. I don't see Wisconsin as a threat whatsoever. But hey, something can prove us wrong. Obviously, I mean. Uh, I think he'll still go to Maryland. That was my, I think that was my pick in the first episode. Maryland and Michigan State are the two rumors. The only favorites. I think the only thing that Wisconsin has going for them is that they have a strong recruiting class for that year, and that could be a little Wisconsin, attracting for yep, them. Wisconsin currently has one scholarship available, and I do, and they they really don't offer guys until they know they can get them. But obviously, they missed out on Julian Roper, who's going to Northwestern. He's from Illinois, forced to recruit out of Illinois. So. I, I'm sure they don't believe they probably can get Patrick Baldwin. Maybe they do. Of course, they offered uh, the kid out of Nebraska that was uh, Chucky Hepburn's AU teammate. But with that being said, if you wanted to also say that another uh, in-state high school basketball player got a offer, Logan Landers, forward out of Cedarburg, 2021 recruit, picked up an offer from Kansas Jayhawks as well as – that was yesterday. Today he picked up an offer from Iowa. He's up to about, what, 10 D1 offers or so right now. So that's a little bit of news in the high school basketball uh world also today the big 10 announced that all college football teams in the conference will not have a non-conference schedule they will have a conference schedule only so with 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 that being said yeah that's kind of a big blow because the badgers had a big game against notre dame this year at lambeau field yeah, it's that's interesting because I, I don't see the difference in canceling those games compared to the, having the conference games as is because I mean teams are still going to travel. I mean, it's not like I mean Notre Dame's in Indiana. It's not like it's that much farther than some schools that are in the conference, like Penn State. That's closer. I don't think they play so Penn like, State. So, you look but at for example, that's closer. Here, here's some of the notable non-conference games canceled, and this one's actually kind of interesting. Like you have Iowa and Iowa State. It's not like there's a big distance. That's probably the closest Ames, game they have yeah, all year. Ames and Des Moines aren't that far away. But, of course, other ones, like you said, Wisconsin-Notre Dame is obviously then canceled. Uh, Michigan and Washington would be an interesting game. Ohio State at Oregon. Penn State at Virginia Tech. Nebraska versus Cincinnati. Michigan State versus Miami. 
and Maryland at West Virginia. Those notable games are off the slate for the 2021 football season. And obviously that Wisconsin-Notre Dame was hyped up the last few years because the game was going to be at Lambeau Field. And we had briefly just discussed that. We were talking about the Badgers a few episodes ago. So with that being said, with the Big Ten schedule, that's news on that. And we're going to head right now to Cam's weird stat of the day. Okay, so our weird stat of the day is from the football. It's from football. And in his NFL career, including playoffs, Lamar Jackson has 352 rush attempts, but has only slid twice. That's interesting. I mean, a lot of his runs are to the outside, though, too, where he's quick enough and he yeah, can actually run out of bounds. Yeah, he just runs out of bounds because he beats the linebackers on the edge. That's still crazy. You see quarterbacks slide more than twice in one game. Well, yeah, look how many times Rodgers slides in a game, though, too. And watching him, he probably slides at least four or five times a game. So that's interesting, weird stat of the day. Um, you want to lead us off into the uh, trivia portion now for our uh, for our listeners. So we'll go right into the – I guess we'll start with the answer from our let's, last Yeah, one. let's start with the answer from our last question. So our last what, trivia question what was, yeah, what was, a question? was who was the last brewer previous to Christian Yelich to hit for the cycle, and that was George Guitaris. Yep, George Guitaris. I mean, I actually would have got that wrong myself off the first guess. I forgot he did that because I had guessed Chad Moore to you. All right, and so for our next trivia question, well, we, hold on. Let's give him who the the right answer was, or who's actually won it after getting it right, and with a random. Pick. Yeah, we'll keep that a surprise. Oh, we'll right. let the we'll let the person know, but <laughs> okay. All right, and now what is our new trivia question for this episode? Uh, our next trivia question is: Who is the only player in NBA history to record a triple double without points? I feel like I saw this one though, and that was that kind of a. Pretty cool stat. Obviously, that's very, I don't know, maybe it's very, well, it's but it's only, rare. It's only happened once, so. I guess you could say very rare. Okay, and that's today's trivia question. Obviously, if anybody has the answer, would like to respond to us, feel free to message me or Cameron through Facebook, Twitter, or the, uh, the, the comments section on this episode. All right, and now we're going to get to the, uh, the topic, though, for our first segment. And yeah, so our first segment today, we have kind of a new one. It's going to say, it's are they worth it? So we're going to be talking about professional sports players and contracts they have signed because big news around the sports world is Mahomes' big contract. So we're going to break some of these contracts down. So I mean, I guess we might as well start with Patrick Mahomes. So he's currently got a 12-year, $503 million contract. So in your opinion, do you think Mahomes is that valuable? Obviously, it's you look at the quarterback spot, though. The game of football is obviously the most important position. You see the teams that don't have a quarterback really lack that individual uh, production at that spot in terms of their offense. You've seen that, you know, obviously the Packers have had success with Rodgers at the helms, uh, the Patriots with Brady, Breeze with the Saints, and, and so forth. We can go on and on about that. With the NFL, obviously it's different. NFL has a salary cap. NBA has a salary cap. But MLB doesn't. That's why you normally see yeah, if you notice, the bigger contracts yep. happen in MLB, like Mike Trout. And remember when A Rod had the first $100 million contract back in the early 2000s with the with the Rangers? Everybody thought that was crazy. And now you look at Mahomes, who obviously was it Monday or Tuesday, had signed that contract with the Chiefs extension for 10 years, $504 million. So $50.4 million a year. So, but. You're not answering the question here is, do you think he is worth it? Do you take that investment into a quarterback for 12 years, $500 million? In terms of sports, uh, it, it's so tough. 
I, I'm not an NFL GM, and certainly that's not, not the question here. It's I'm trying to. I'm getting to the question here. I, I it's tough. I'm gonna say no. I, I still think that these athletes can get paid a considerable amount, but not something like half a billion dollars. Now, here's well, the thing, though. Okay, putting the money aside, though, because money in the sports world, the contracts that players receive is just going to keep going up and up. So we all know that they probably aren't actually worth that money, but it is what it is. Nothing's going to stop it. So but you don't, you wouldn't lock up Patrick Mahomes for a 12-year deal? No. Here, here's the deal. I think I mean, I, look, when it's all said and done, he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. That's bold. I mean, he is a great player, though. I wouldn't say it's bold. Well, <laughs> look the, what he's done in his short. I, I'm career. actually surprised he took a contract like that because you look at LeBron when he signed with the Heat after making that first decision. It was only a two-year contract because the shorter the contract, the more money you can have guaranteed off the bat. Now, I'm surprised Mahomes didn't do that for maybe three, four years, and he would have had a, maybe 10 more million guaranteed than what he'd have. The quarterback position is a, a pretty loyal position. If you look at all the quarterbacks around the league, the ones that there's been a lot that have been with their teams for a while. Yeah, and not, it doesn't work out for everybody, and a lot of times it does. I mean, it didn't work out for A-Rod. He jumped ship with that middle of that contract, maybe not even halfway through the contract, and he went to the Yankees, unless it was a – a shorter contract to start. I'm not, and that was like in 2002 or 2001, whenever that happened. But I'm actually trying to find the details. I saw a little interesting stat on kind of a specific uh, statistical point of Patrick Mahomes' contract. But uh, I, like I said, regarding to the question, I would say no. I, you can't, even Mike Trout's biggest MLB contract, I, I just don't think you can actually look at that. All right, since you just mentioned Trout, we'll go to him, who's got the second biggest contract. That still $80 million less. So 12-year, $426 million. You're not investing that much in Trout? You're not going to lock up the, well, potentially I, I, the best I, player all time? Yeah, in baseball, you, I would probably invest that in Trout, obviously, because there's no salary cap. So I, I think it has a little bit different when it comes to uh, a financial standpoint, salary caps. Because there is no salary I think, cap. I think I, I'm a definite yes for both of them. I think you potentially have two of the best players to ever play in both those sports. Yes, it's early for Mahomes. He's got a long career ahead. But all right, let's go to before we before we go on. I found what I wanted to say about Patrick Mahomes, and here's the interesting part. So ten years, five hundred four million dollars. Patrick Mahomes will make one dollar and sixty cents per second in a ten year span. That's ninety six dollars a minute. $5,472 per hour and $137,808 per day now until the end of the contract. So those are some interesting numbers. He'll make more than a day than most people make in a year. Pretty much. <laughs> but here, here, but I know we had these big contracts, but look at Bobby Benio though. Look how that one ended it's up. Kind of a, it's kind of a Christian Yelich deal that they have going on. They I pay, think well, Christian Yelich is definitely a better player. How many more years do they have to pay him? I think it's until 2031 or something it's like crazy. that. crazy. But, yes, who is the rest of your, your notables? All right, so we got Bryce Harper, 13-year, $330 million. What do you got? I, I think that's not worth it because no. I don't think Harper – I mean, Harper's a great hitter, but he's not a consistent hitter. He doesn't hit a high average. I think he's – Most overrated player in baseball. Along with Aaron Judge, yes. All right. Juan Carlos Stanton, 13-year, $325 million. Not worth it considering no. Stanton is, is, has durability issues. Yeah, I mean, and well, I mean, I guess the Yankees can't afford it. They can afford to buy anybody they want, which 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 is the, why MLB needs a salary cap. Which leads to the next one: Garrett Cole, nine-year, three hundred twenty-four million. 
<laughs> that one's tough because he's, he's he is one of the best pitchers. Maybe he's not because there's like Max Scherzer and Clint Kershaw, Justin Verlander. Yeah, and Corey Kluber can make a case as better. I'd say that's a little bit too much on that one. It's a nine-year investment, though. It's, yeah, I think it's a little bit too much. I, he's always been good, but he really came out of his shell the last year. So be, I wonder if he'll be able to keep that up. All right, Manny Machado, a ten-year, three hundred. Way too much. Yeah, I think so. Machado, Machado doesn't hit high. You gotta make sure guys are hitting in at least. Machado's not a bad hitter. No, he's a good wise. hitter. No, average wise, no, I think the last he hit like two thirty or forty this last year. I don't know. Usually, he's he's actually been pretty solid for his career in terms of average. I mean, in a, in a, like he's, I, I think it was a great investment for the Padres because they needed that veteran and that. When he plays, he'll get. When he plays, he gets like three or four hits in a game. Next game, he'll get like none. That's baseball, though. You never know. Nah, what baseball well, is different can, every day. Some guys can get a consistent one-two hits a game, and obviously, it's. You're saying guys are gonna get three at that's three hundred. Maybe, maybe I'm then. just saying that because Machado really pissed me off though in the Dodgers Brewers series with the NLCS. So yeah, we didn't hear about him as much from this year because the Padres. Aren't as the good. Padres. All right, we'll switch it up a little bit. Get a little basketball in here. James Harden, six-year, $228 million. So nah, that's way more than you should be. Now what do you think? So, <laughs> I wouldn't even sign him for a two-year deal. No. I wouldn't even well, want him on I, my it team. It depends on – well, yeah, you want him on your team, though, but you want him in a system. He ain't going to do what he's doing when it comes to just iso ball and jacking up 30, 35 shots in the game. And I know I've actually gotten arguments about that with, with guys like Drew Hanlon on, on Twitter. They think, <laughs> they think as long as it's, it's, it's efficient, then it, it's good. Especially that little drop back one foot shot he balances off. Kids see that. Kids will try to imitate that. That's that's not good basketball. All right, Tobias Harris, five year, hundred eighty million. Five year, hundred eighty million. He's a good player, but not not. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's quite worth that yeah. much. Okay, Chris Middleton, five year, hundred seventy eight million. That's too much. I don't know. I, Middleton's, I would, a, Middleton's a solid, one of the best mid range shooters in the league. But that's you're, look at the you're talking twenty five million a I, year. I was thinking the same thing too until somebody like. Brought it up to like made me look at it a different way. It's not necessarily that it was they're worth that. It's like the team can like get like Middleton might Middleton was like the best available in the league or free agent wise for the Bucks at that time, and they needed to get another guy back. Yep, and they didn't really address that. All right, Jimmy Garoppolo, five year, hundred thirty eight million. Um, I think here's the deal with that one. If he, if the Forty ers have another solid year and Garoppolo has another. Solid year. I think that's worth it. I don't think Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Here's the thing, though. The 49ers had their best year in what, how many years? Probably since Harbaugh left for for Michigan. Okay. Yeah. But So the 49ers were finally had a, a solid lot, year. Not not saying it's all on Garoppolo. On, a lot was on that defense. Yeah. No, absolutely. But but Garoppolo, you still had to put points up. They didn't have the, sex, they didn't have the sexiest offense in the NFL. <laughs> but they did get – look at the 49ers did to the Packers. Look at Rasheed Mostert did. So they have weapons like in Garoppolo. If he can, like I said, if he can lead them to at least another, at least a wild card, I think he'd be worth that. Yeah, there's some other big contracts in terms of sports, such as like, uh, what am I trying to say? Albert Pujols here. I mean, he's at the end of his contract. He signed a 10 year, 240 million. That was a good deal at the time. He's mm-hmm. probably about the best player in baseball. His contract ends next year. Another one on here was uh, Robinson Cano. And that that one didn't really pan out, but yeah, for the most part, that's some big money on there. Would you say overall that a lot of these players deserve them or no? It's probably about fifty fifty. They're all some of the best players in their perspective sport, but if you look at some of the numbers, though, it, it it's 
like I said, I know for a fact MLB needs a salary cap. Teams like the Brewers could easily pick up other guys to play in their system and be more competitive because you don't give these other cha- teams a fair chance to to compete. So basically you're guaranteeing the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cardinals and the Cubs spots in the NLCS, ALCS World Series every year. So, so looking at this little list I had here, I had the two biggest contracts in sports history I was for. Every other one I think they were not good deals. For you, the only one you had was Trout was the only good one. Yeah. I, I I didn't think Machado was a bad one for the Padres. But. Yeah, like I said, it, it could be a that, that's a debate people can argue and disagree or agree and disagree on for throughout the whole contract because you have to determine if it actually is worth it or not. All right, so we got that segment uh, finished up. Hopefully, everybody is uh, you know can agree to disagree with what we had said there. So I mean, feel free to actually message us if you want to keep the debate going on that. We can also continue it on a different episode as well. But otherwise, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we're going to come back with our our questions from our listeners. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, We're up into the second segment of our episode where we get to the questions that were answered or, excuse me, asked by some of our listeners and Cameron, why don't you ask us the first question that was from our first list from our first listener? All right, so our first question is from Trent K, and he wants to know if there was a zombie apocalypse, what three athletes are you having on your zombie killing squad? Hey, I'll give you my my three, and I kind of try to, to to narrow it down between well, strength, go, speed. Let's, let's go one at a time here. Go one at a time. All right, I try to go with all my guys: strength and speed, uh, agility, and how fast they can either run. Did you or, account for size? I did that. I did a little bit. I'm sure we might have a mutual one on three. But one I got on my list is Ray Lewis. <laughs> I, he, I actually had him on there, and I switched him out last second. Ray Lewis is one of the most fierce linebackers of all time, one of the greatest linebackers of all time. And people would be like, oh, you only picked him because he actually killed the guy. <laughs> uh, no, I actually Is that picked, your number one pick? I don't have a number one. I just have a list of three. All right. But, yeah, but I have Ray Lewis on there. All right. Uh my, if I had to go with the first overall pick, I'd go with Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson's got obviously a combination of pretty much any attribute <laughs> that you'd want. And it, it does seem kind of random when you think about it. I can but... see him snapping some zombie necks over his knee. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want that bat swinging at me. Yeah, yep. <laughs> this one it was kind of interesting to put on, but I, I'm going to do it. I put Shaq. I know he's a big. He's not. He's not as. Obviously, agile and mobile because he's 7'1, 340 pounds. But I think if he can swin a weapon, I'm pretty sure I had, this, take some... I had this discussion at work with Trent, and he actually picked Shaq as well. <laughs> oh, hey, actually, Trent agrees with something with me? Oh, I'm never going to hear the end of this one. But uh, yeah, I'd pick Shaq then just because I have some, some extra manpower, though. All right, for number two, I probably have the guy in all of sports that I would not want to mess with, and that is Steven Adams. Steven Adams, I mean, as big as he is, he doesn't look that that what he is scary. He is he, a brick wall. Just because he's got a ponytail and a <laughs> and a goatee that's dark, he doesn't look that physically imposing. Ask anybody in the NBA that he sets a screen on, they'll tell you. Yeah, any big guy in the league can set an imposing no. screen. All right. Okay. <laughs> and my last one, and yes, is he he's currently an actor, but he was an athlete. I picked the Dwayne, Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Remember, Dwayne Rock, the Rock Johnson played at the University of Miami for football back yeah, in the early sucked. 90s. It doesn't a, matter. He was still an athlete. That's a wrestler, why wrestler, too. That's why it applies to this question. Yes, pro wrestler, if you consider that a, 
an actual sport, not scripted, but still a sport. But yeah, I picked Dwayne Rock Johnson because he's obviously strong. He's in shape, obviously, and I think he could easily kick ass and in any in any situation of, of a zombie apocalypse. All right, for my last one, I kind of consider I put a little bit of consideration in this one. I was kind of basing my squad off The Walking Dead. You know, you got your big guys, and you need your little sharpshooter. I pick Mike Miller. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of Daryl. He's he's slinging threes. He can he's sling so, some. Oh he my. can sling some arrows at some oh zombie my. heads. That's the weapon you choose is a bow and arrow. Yeah, crossbow. I, nobody can live up to to Daryl from The Walking Dead. <laughs> I, I, I did not I think that – I, I, I was picturing like melee weapons, like a baseball bat, a golf club, and a pool stick. What, you could use guns too. What do you, I understand no that. Yeah, guns too, but I wasn't actually thinking of a bow and arrow because what happens if, if you're in this you've big herd – What if seen, you're in a big herd of zombies? You got a knife. You've seen The Walking oh, Dead. Can, He's got a crossbow. He, yeah, he, he but – manages. But that's for like a group of like two or three walkers that are like in a in a distance. You oh, can't – you, you, you could not hang a bow and arrow with – a massive group of walkers. Daryl did it. Mike Miller can do it. And there's my Mike squad. Miller. Mike Miller is no Daryl. You'd be screwed. Mike, there's my squad. I'd survive and you won't. You had all big people. That's all right. All right. Our next question. All right. Next question is from Sam H. And he wants to know, does Zion have a shot at rookie of the year because of the extended format? Or does John Morant have it locked up? Here's the deal. I think John Morant should have it locked up. I should. He should have it regardless. He played the whole year and was playing. Oh, he had, what, had like 19 points a game or so. Zion Williamson played, what, 15, 20 games? No way. John Morant was doing his, his production the whole year. Just because it's Zion Williamson and ESPN's golden child doesn't mean Zion deserves a rookie of the year. It has to be throughout the whole season who performed the best out of a rookie the majority of the year. Also, I don't think this ex- extended game is going to have any influence on the actual awards because it's basically like the start no. of a new season. And so. it's only like, what, nine games? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't it's, think – Already set in the stone, I'm sure. Don't get me wrong. Zion is a is a physical freak, an a physical athlete, and he put up some solid stats when he in the in the short span he came back. But no, you can. There's and I and here's the deal. If Zion gets it, I'm gonna. I, it's gonna. It's, kinda, it's, it's gonna haunt me for a little bit. It's kind of like Brogdon's rookie year when he won that over uh, Joel. Joel. I mean, Brogdon had some good stats. I understand that, but. I don't know. John Morant, if you look at his stats. Oh, yeah. Morant's stats were way better than Brogdon's were. Yeah, I understand that. But I know I know, I know, know yeah. what you're saying. Morant's, Morant's played the whole year and averaged like 19 or so, and he had like another seven assists. He led the, his leads the NBA in rookies in scoring, uh, I believe, steals and assists. He's right there too. So that's every stat you need out of a point guard. All right, next question is from OCE, and he wants to know, what does COVID mean for the start of the NFL season? See a lot of different reports. I know people are, are obviously getting pressured with everything going on because we haven't seen something like this. Well, Don't I, be surprised if we see games either pushed back or canceled. Do you think maybe they'll just only do divisional games for NFL? It's possible. Like like we mentioned earlier in the episode, look what the Big Ten did. Canceled all the non-conference games and made conference-only games. So that means there's only going to be like eight football games I, for, I want, for each team. I wonder if – they're even tempted to switch up divisional stuff this year because even geographically, not all the divisions are by the closest. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs would technically be in the NFC North if there was going by yep. uh, geographic miles. Yep. So, it, like I said, we, we're in July. 
NFL preseason doesn't start till August, so that's obviously that's, a month it's away. Not too far away, though, if you think about I, it. I, I let me. I'll say this: I think preseason will get thrown out, and guys, yeah, they're just sure. going to worry about training camp, and there's going to be either no fans or there's going to have some weird limited thing that goes on. So we'll see. All right, next question is from Corey H, and he wants to know: Do you think the Chiefs made a good move, promising half a billion for ten years at quarterback? <laughs> well, I kind of uh, yeah, we kind of I kind of addressed that though, in my opinion anyway. In the last segment, I don't think it's kind of quite worth it. I do think that Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and does deserve some major dough. When you're talking twelve years, five hundred three million, we, we that's a contract that baseball hasn't seen, and there's been a salary cap in base or there's no salary cap in baseball. So look what how it's going to affect the chief. The Chiefs, or Chris Jones wants a raise. One of the best defensive linemen in the league. Now you're not basically saying, okay, now we put all our money to Mahomes. Great, we need our quarterback. We need our main position. But now you're just, yeah, I don't, you're saying no. You're you're kind of pushing Chris Jones out the door I th- now. I think Mahomes is a guy that wouldn't would be okay with taking a little less money. I think the Chiefs could have got away with cheaper contract. I agree with the years, but I necessarily don't agree with the amount of money. I think they could have offered him either 100, 150, 200 million dollars less throughout the contract, and probably he still would have signed for that long term. I'm su- I'm surprised they didn't try to go for a seven year deal or something like that. Even, but like I previously said, if they would have went for a three four year deal, they could have gave him more more guaranteed money, and then they could have had restructured his contract for another four or five years. All right, our, our final question is from Max P, and he wants to know, with the 60-game season and addition of a DH to the NL, how do you think the NL Central will fan out? Um, <laughs> You know, it's kind of weird seeing the DH being implemented. I've always liked the classical format of MLB baseball. You know, you'd have the AL DH, and then when you had inter- mid-season interleague, obviously the AL home team would have the DH for both teams, as well as if it was an at a NL game, it would be the pitchers having the bat. So in that aspect, I kind of feel it'd be weird, but obviously it's going to make it a little bit more interesting and be a little bit more how scoring you, output. How do you think the standings are going to play? I was ready to get to that. So the favorites, obviously, the Cardinals and the Brewers and the Cubs are, the, are probably the three. Nah, the the, uh, the, the Reds Red. are they're coming. They're, I don't what think. Are you, are you kidding me? Look at all the additions they made. I understand that, but that's a very balanced division. The Pirates aren't a bad team, but the Pirates are at the bottom. I, anybody, here's the thing. Anybody can take first in that division. Anybody can take last. Right. I did see a thing that said that. Look at the Nationals. Though. Between excluding the Pirates, the other four teams, they're projected to finish within three games of each other. So, and you just think if we had the full 162 game schedule, you think all four of the Brewers, Cubs, Cardinals, and Reds would have at least 80 wins? Well, yeah. Which is actually pretty impressive. I think it's the best division in baseball. I, I'm not going to disagree with that one. I think it's the most – I don't know if it necessarily has the best teams, but it's the most solid up up and down. It's most balanced. It, it's tough, but I do think that obviously the Cubs will finish in the first two just because they're the Cubs and they've got some some skilled players, some skilled hitters at in their lineup, young hitters. And obviously the Brewers are the Brewers. We'll see if the Brewers pitching. Usually the Brewers are pretty good I'm not worried about the. Season. I'm not worried about the Brewers hitting. I'm – their pitching is what concerns me. And obviously, the Reds are the, the short season might benefit the Brewers, though. It's possible. I mean, pitching wise, anyways. Cardinals picked up. Uh, we oh, they just. I'm trying to think of the signing. Obviously, they had Paul Goldschmidt into the fold last year. Um, Jack Flaherty is one of the top younger pitchers in the game, so the Cardinals have a little bit of balance. Yadier Molina is still even going strong. And he's getting up in age, so obviously the Cardinals still have weapons. All all four of those teams have weapons. 
Pirates are somewhat still the decent I think team. The Pirates, were, Pirates could still win 70 games, I think, if in a 162-game format. Weren't they at the top of the division for like most of the for like the first half of last year? That's kind of how it goes, though. Because Josh Bell had that amazing start to the season where he was on absolute fire. I think he carried them for a long time. Yeah, he had I think he was in the top three at least in NL and home runs and RBIs through the all-star break. But that that's such a solid division and it's so hard to predict it, not in 162 game form. You think it'd be easier in an eighty or so game form, but it's actually tough. So All right, I don't I don't see the Cardinals finishing out of the top two. I can see the Cubs anywhere two, maybe three. Uh, Reds, I can see anywhere in the top four. Brewers, I can literally see them one through five. I wouldn't be surprised if they took last, and I wouldn't be surprised if they took first. And then the Pirates, I don't see them being higher than third in the division. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. That's, uh, that's something I would probably consider to be a similar aspect to. All right, so that's kind of our, uh, our question. That's our questionnaire. And if anybody else has another question, they would like to have answered don't you know, feel free to message me or Cameron through the comment section on this app Facebook Twitter etc when we come back we will have the final segment of today's episode hey guys welcome back to our final segment of today's show and this segment, we're going to get a little bit into TV shows, and we're going to give you our top five favorite TV shows of all time, as well as three honorable mentions who made our list. So, Cam, why don't you start off with your three honorable mentions, and hopefully we'll see how many people are have similar ones than us. And before we get started, there's a couple things I want to say. Number one, let's see at the end of this how many of the same that we have, because we are we like to introduce like shows to each other. We recommend them to each other. Well, uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, except you don't like a lot of the ones that I always recommend. Okay, there's one show. Okay. And also, this was a very hard list to do, and it was hard to even think of some, because so there's probably a bunch that we missed. So, there's that. All right, to start off with my first honorable mention, I have Family Matters. Okay, not another a bad n- show from the 90s. 90s show, yep. I have The Blacklist with... Uh, Oh, man, I forgot his name. He was Robert California. Oh, James Spader. Obviously. That's not his actual. James James Spader is the actor's name is Raymond Reddington in The Blacklist. That was his real name. Yep. Oh. It was Robert California in The Office. All right. For another honorable mention I have is Psych. Crime show. That's a good pick. I actually forgot to add that See, to my I list. told you there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot to remember. Another honorable mention I have is That 70s Show. Obviously, that was another one. Our, one of our favorites from the late 90s early, or mid-2000s. Another 90 show I have to round on my honorable mention is Home Improvement. Okay, that's another one I, I did have. I just didn't have enough spots. Definitely would have had it on there. And my last one I have for honorable mention is Drake and Josh. Oh. Our favorite <laughs> mid-2000s Nick T, or Teen Nick TV show. All right, where's your number five, Nell? Oh, God. This, like I said, there's just not enough numbers on this list. It definitely needs to be bigger than a top five. I definitely forgot Psych, yeah. And home improvement. All right, number five, I have the league. I forgot the <laughs> league. Oh man, one of the funniest shows ever. Hopefully, everybody gets a chance. I to feel see. like it's not really well known. It, Little fantasy football show. If anybody likes sports and laughter, that's the show to watch. Yeah. Oh my god, I could see there. It's so hard to think. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm There's really just not enough. Norm. And oh gosh. But number number five, I know you don't really like this show, but I have Last Man Standing. 
I'm, not that I dislike it. Early 2010 show that's currently going. I just I kind of always liked it. Yeah, not that I dislike. I just never got into yeah. it. All right, number four, I have Family Guy. See, I don't really watch Family Guy. So, but number four, I have How I Met Your Mother. Another show that we will probably mutually like. All right, number three, I have Seinfeld. Okay. Number three, I have, and I maybe could have put this number two, but I got him at number three, is The Office. What? That's not your number Still one? Still top three. <laughs> wow. All right, number two, I have How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I almost think was thinking we were going to forget that one. No. Number two, I have Sons of Anarchy. Oh, God. See, this is a show that I'm trying to recommend Cam to watch, and you won't watch it. But he thinks it's not that good, but he's only seen like one that. episode. I just, yeah, you do. No, yes, I'm you just do. saying. I'm yes, just you do. Not feeling it. <laughs> you don't feel. Oh, my goodness. Please. All right. And then my number one, I have The Office. Number one, I have Seinfeld. Seinfeld's your number one? Seinfeld's. Right. Who's your number two again? How much your mother? Okay. Number one was Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay, so like, our top three are the same or just different order? No. I have oh, yeah, yeah, Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy in there. So how many do we have the same? The Office. Office, Seinfeld, How, how I Met Your Mother. mother. Um, you don't have the blacklist, do you? No. I I think that was it, though, actually. Yeah. Like, I even introduced you to Psych. I, I totally forgot about that. And the league. Yeah. Like I said, there was just not enough numbers on this list and not enough time to actually Not think enough time. Yeah, we can go on and on about that. I'm sure there will be some of our listeners out there that will give us a little grief for being like, oh, why isn't this show in your top five? I know. There's definitely some I'm thinking of right now that should be on there, but. It is what it is. Could have had Fresh Prince of Bel Air from the nineties too. Yeah, I, mean. I don't know if that would have made. Uh, it's well, maybe not the maybe as honorable mention though. Still, still good show. I'm sure. I'm surprised you didn't have Friends in there somewhere. You know, I don't. I, I think Friends is. I'll use your term quote overrated. I still think it's a good show. I just don't think it's as great as everybody says it is. So, but yeah, that's our our top five plus three honorable mention uh, TV shows and uh, we appreciate you everybody listening in again for another episode of the Wednesday Perspective. Stay tuned for a Wednesday. Excuse me. Stay tuned for another episode of the Wednesday Perspective coming out soon. Hopefully, everybody takes care and stays well. And everybody, have a good night.